shit, shit, look at how he's swinging his club! Well, you're the rogue, so you go deal with that, and I'm gonna be back here, you know, destroying the power crystals and keep topping up his health and stamina. You're such a fucking bitch. I cannot, like, occupy this giant attention by myself. You got backstabs. You'll be fine. This giant's 20 fucking feet tall. How am I gonna get its back? You stab it in the ankles, just like, you know, those giants from Dragon Age. Oh my god, you need to fucking get out here and, like, cast some spells so I can fucking Shadow of the Colossus my way up this guy's back and get him in the neck. Alright, look, if I throw you, like, a pit- Oh, fuck, look out, he's doing- he's doing an area jump in the air shockwave thing. Fuck, fuck, fuck! It's fine, I'm already in the back, I can hide behind one of these oh, things fuck, automatically. Fuck, fuck. Hang on, here comes the wave. I'm good. jump it. Look, okay. Now! I'll chuck you, like, a pity firestorm attack so that you'll get off my back. Oh, fuck, this giant's kicking my ass. Uh, fuck, 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 quick! Get behind that pillar! Oh, way behind. Way ahead of you, buddy. Oh, you are the fucking worst. <laughs> Whew! Hello, everyone. Uh, we were just fighting this ice giant, but, uh... I mean, we're kind of getting our asses kicked, because this is not a very well-put-together team. If I lose this XP, I'm blaming you. If we die, I'm blaming you. Yeah, you're the rogue. I'm a, I'm a fucking wizard. I blame not bringing a any kind of fighty guy. You brought a you brought a wizard and you brought a rogue to this boss fight. We need like at least two fucking tanks. This is on you. Yeah, and you brought a fucking GameCube and a portable TV up this mountain. So, excuse me, who brought a GameCube and a portable TV up this mountain? Uh, it wasn't me. I didn't need to fucking play Twilight Princess. Yeah, but I left that, like, behind at the fucking, like, ice puzzle, because it was bullshit. Ugh. Now I'm gonna have to go back for my GameCube. <laughs> sure, you do that. Okay, well, while we hide behind this pillar, which, I mean, we're safe, the giant can't see us, so I guess it forgot we're here. It's KOTOR style. You know what bosses are like. Look, while we, uh, I guess recharge. Recharge our stamina and monometers. Whew, you wanna talk about the nut shit of the week? I guess. That's the theme song now. Okay. I don't like that theme song. I don't think we'll ever hear that again. Man, let's actually, like for once, just for a change, let's actually briefly talk about the nerd shit of the week. It's going to be very brief because we didn't do either of it. Mm. This week, which might be last week by the time you guys hear the recording of this. Okay, the two big nerd things. Iron Fist came out and Mass Effect Andromeda came out. Uh, we didn't do either of those things and early reviews are not inclining me to ever do either of those things. I mean, if people enjoy Iron Fist, that's fine. It's just, it's so, the entire premise of it is just unappealing to me. And I say this not just because of Iron Fist as like a specific concept, or like a specific, what's the word I'm looking for here, premises? Yeah, trope, premise. Premise, yeah, like, just, Iron Fist is like a story and a character or whatever. I'm just genuinely not into the whole, like, you know, main character, like, you know, has to master, like, you know, the art of kung fu in, like, a year and defeat some big evil. It's just like that, that literally does not interest me. I think he does it for ten years, but whatever. I don't care about bland white guy who does the kung fu. And every review I have seen... It's very quick to point out how bland and boring the character is. I haven't seen it. I don't have an opinion about that. I hear the the side character chick is cool, but I'm not watching 13 hours of a show just to see the side character chick. 
look, if I wanted to watch a thing where, like, some bland white kid does martial arts and there's a much cooler Asian side characters hanging around, not getting attention, I'd rewatch Forbidden Kingdom. And I would not do that because that movie did not warrant a rewatch. Maybe if you watched a cut, they'd just cut out all the bits with that white kid. That would be better. Fucking fake-ass Trippy Taco. And the other thing that came out this week was Mass Effect Andromeda, which, you know, video games is like a hundred bucks. Who's got that kind of money? I mean, I follow a lot of artists who have been drawing a lot of Andromeda, talking about it and stuff, but even though I've been exposed to a lot of kind of Andromeda content at this point, again, I'm just not interested. Look, we just did an hour and a half show about how we don't like the open world bullshit in Dragon Age Inquisition, and this sounds like it's even more open world stuff with more side quests and things to click on. I mean, the premise of the story does lend itself to that, but I'm just... I'm over this open world thing. Being the story? From what I hear, the story structure is kind of a bit there. I mean, I play games for story. That's that's why I well, love them. Either that, or it has to be like a really good immersive experience, like, like Skyrim. I haven't heard about the companions yet, but apparently the main story itself, it's kind of meandering for quite a while, because there's some mystery and they don't actually get to what the narrative plot hook is for quite a while. I don't know. This is what I hear. But you're not here to hear about other people's reviews. You can hear us talk about Andromeda in uh, ten months when it's maybe dropped in price down to 40 bucks. Yeah. And uh, we'll spend about eight hours downloading all the patches for it, I'm sure. Oh god, yeah, probably. Maybe one day PlayStation will put out a console that can do a decent download speed. Yeah. You can only hope. Oh well. You want to talk about the good thing we've been doing a lot this week? Drawing? I, I guess. I was going to segue into this discussion about Grace and Frankie, but you can talk about drawing if you want. Oh, I mean, I've been drawing a lot. God knows apparently I need to because I'm looking at about like $700 in dental bills this year. Hey, you know what? This would be a good time to bring up. Oh, I suppose. Okay. Well, now that you've just taken all the wind out of that. Like I've used an asphyxiation spell. Why do you do this? Well, I was gonna segue into that by the time this goes up. I should have a Patreon out, but I mean, I don't know. Karina apparently just wants to kill that announcement. <sighs> Look, let's be real. We're not gonna get seven hundred dollars out of that to cover Karina's dental bills. No. But it would be nice if maybe if we could get like a couple of bucks, start saving towards some, you know, a microphone that did not cost ten dollars from Dick Smiths. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you don't want to donate, that's that's fine. No pressure on you. I'm not going to make demands of the listeners that, again, I still don't know if we have, because all I have to go on is Squarespace's very questionable analytics. I mean, the only person I know 100% that actually listens to at least some of these is Megan. Megan, please give us $700 a month so Karina can <laughs> get her teeth fixed. I don't need $700 a month. I just need $700. Look, just give us $700 a month and then cancel after one month so uh, Karina can get her teeth fixed. Megan, you do not have to do that. For real though, if you are a listener and you do want to give us like a dollar a month, that would be very much appreciated. We'll be very grateful, but you don't have to do that. Okay. Now let's complete the original segue I was trying to do, and uh, let's talk about Grace and Frankie. Yep. Grace and Frankie is a very good show. It is. That's my singing robot voice. Why? I don't know. <laughs> if you don't know, Grace and Frankie is a Netflix original. It is a, let's say, comedy drama. Yeah. Drama comedy. Yeah, definitely drama. It's 
like it's a step above a sitcom. There is ongoing narrative thread in every episode, and it's they go to locations and have cameras of different angles. It doesn't just do that sitcom, you know, they're all on a sound stage with the camera left, camera right, camera one, camera two. It is about Grace and Frankie. They are two women, I guess, both in their 70s. Older women, yeah, at least yes. 70s. Uh, whose husbands of like 40 years come out to them and are like, oh, hey, um, actually, we're gay, and we've been having an affair together for years, and we're leaving you to get married to each other. I mean, they do it a little bit more delicately than that, because they're kind of in the wrong, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're not fucking monsters. But yeah, it's about their husbands and their lives together, and Grace and Frankie, who, for circumstances, end up having to move in together, doing the odd couple sitcom thing, where Grace is very uptight and upper class and waspish, and Frankie is a fucking bohemian hipsy. A what? Bohemian hippie. Look, she's very bohemian. She's got a lot of rugs with a lot of colors on them. Yeah, that's the way. That's kind of the way to do it. Yeah. So the show is about these, mostly these two like seventy-year-old women dealing with, you know, their long-term husbands being gay and them getting divorced and then looking to move on and move into dating and such. Which is a disaster. But that's the whole point of the show. Yes, it is a very enjoyable and different show because it does star two women in their seventies. In fact. One of them, Grace, she's not even her seven. She's 79 right now. She looks amazing. Yes, Grace is played by Jane Fonda. You may know her as Barbarella from Barbarella. I mean, that's what we know her from. My god, that woman looks amazing. She looks fucking fantastic, especially for almost 80. Yeah, for 79. She looks fucking amazing. Like, I would legitimately not put her a day above 50 if I had, like, just looked at her on the street. Yeah, I would have said, like, oh, maybe she's 55, but a really good 55. Like, maybe if, like, she'd aged really hard, I would say, like, maybe, like, 45. Because she does have some pretty distinct, like, you know, like, a couple of lines, like, around her mouth and everything. But still, she looks fucking amazing. Even Frankie. She doesn't look as good, but she still looks very good for her, for 70. Which I'm sure is Hollywood talking, but also these women have just legitimately aged very well. Yes, Frankie is played by Lily Tomlin, who I'm sure has been in various things. But the main important thing she has been in is Magic School Bus, because she is fucking Miss Frizzle. You don't get the reaction from the other day from me for that, unfortunately. Oh yeah, here's a little peek behind the curtain. This is our second attempt at recording this episode, because the first one was a goddamn meandering disaster. Karina had already had like three glasses of sangria that day. I had a glass of wine and two glasses of sangria. Maybe I'll edit her reaction to that bit of news in here. Karina, Karina, make one guess at who Frankie is. My great aunt. I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. It's your favorite female character from your childhood. It's your favorite animated female character from your childhood. The princess from Flight of Dragons. No, it's not fucking Flight of Dragons. God, I knew you were going to say that as soon as I said favorite <laughs> character. Your favorite animated educational female oh, character. Oh shit! Is she Miss Frizzle. Yes. Holy fucking shit! Yeah, Miss Frankie's Miss Frizzle. Oh my god! That's right. You've wow! Heard, you've heard Miss Frizzle repeatedly talk about the condition of her vagina now. Well, I mean, unless she goes wah-ha-ha-hoo, how am I supposed to know? Yeah, she's Miss Frizzle. Which, once I knew that, she had a couple of lines where I kind of sat there and I was just like, yeah, I can see Miss Frizzle in that. Yeah, sometimes Lily still gets into her Miss Frizzle voice. Her, Miss Frizzle? Nope. No, that wasn't it at all. Woo! 
Let's get Take ready. Chances. Get messy. Yeah. Hey, no, I'm. I sound like Tobias Buchan when he's being that English nanny. As my good friend Molly Kuehl said, your problems can only get more microscopic. God, Miss Frizzle and her friends. Yes. She's. Gonna say we never meet any friends. Gonna say we never meet any of these supposed friends, but we have met a few of them. We met a few of them we that did she actually could not be more blatantly like they used to be in a relationship. Is Molly Kuehl the one that was a fucking country western singer? Yes. Who sung exclusively about atomic structure? Yep. <laughs> what a very niche. Mo- that, well, then again, there's plenty of like nerd rock bands. Yes. Why aren't there? More- I mean, there's there might be there might be giants. There might be giants. Um, Hank Green. From Vlogbrothers, he's, I think he's Harry and the Potters, or Hank Green and the Perfect Strangers, I don't know, he's in some nerd band. Uh, There's nerd bands out there. The Proto Men? Oh, yeah, in a, in a way. They're not as overtly, you know, we're gonna sing about the X-Men, but I mean, <laughs> their whole thing is a fucking rock opera adaptation of Mega Man. Where's all the nerd country, we- country western bands? I wouldn't have heard of them, because I'm not that big into country western. Oh man, Proto Men is so good, though. I think the only actual country I like is the one guy everybody likes. The one exception. Johnny Cash? Yeah. <laughs> kind of defines, defies genre boundaries. Hey, jump back to Grace and Frankie. Rounding out the cast, because it's a good solid core cast. The two husbands, two gay husbands. There's Robert, who's played by Martin Sheen, who, if you are me, you will know as President Bartlett from the West Wing, and if you're Karina, you will know as the Elusive Man from Mass Effect. And not even by face, just by, like, voice. Yeah. Even though apparently they were modeled after their voice actors, and I can kind of see it a little bit in the hair. Well, some of of them in Mass Effect were. Like, um, Miranda's definitely modeled on what's-her-name. Yeah. The Elusive Man is, like, a young, a much younger Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen hasn't aged as well as Jane Fonda. Or that could just be because I'm watching The West Wing a lot right now, and that, which was 20 years ago, and that 20-year, you know, sudden age gap is very, like, oh... 20 years. And your final car cast is Sam Waterston as Saul. He's the other gay husband. Yeah. He, he was... I think he's like the main character in Law and Order. I think I've only ever seen Law and Order SBU. I've never actually watched a Law and Order regular. He's like the tall guy with the sort of narrow face. Very thick black eyebrows. That's definitely a way to describe him. Yep, I, I take it you've never watched Law and Order. Nope. Eh, I don't, well, you know, of SVU what I've seen. I don't mind it. Police procedural is good. But it's definitely a thing I used to watch when, you know, I used to share a house and you just walk through the living room and be like, oh, what's on? Oh, somebody's watching NCIS. Let's watch NCIS. I never share house. Yeah. It's, share housing is a good experience to have had. I would never go back to it. It is, oof, no. It is a good experience to have when you were young and to have had when you were older. What a mouthful of owls. Yeah. Mouthful of owls? Owls? Bees? 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 Beats. Beats. Bees. Bees? Beans. Well, so the last couple <laughs> of episodes have had, uh, Sam... No. No. I was about to say Sam Neill, and that's not right. That's the guy from Jurassic Park. That's the man who dances with that orangutan in the red meat commercials. You probably don't know what I'm talking about, listener, because statistically you're probably American, so you're not familiar with those ads, but trust me, Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park did some ads where he danced with an orangutan and ran through a little forest with him in ads for red meat. What an odd country we live in, Karina. 
now I'm drawing a blank. Oh god, what's the cowboy's name? It's the guy who's the, always a cowboy in things. Who I always think needs to be, like, having a whiskey and smoking a cigar. He was the cowboy in the Golden Compass movie. He was the weird hippie Ron Swanson in Parks and Recs. Oh, yeah. Sam Elliott. That is a very white name. You would instantly recognize his face and mustache and voice if you heard him. He was also the cowboy T-Rex in The Good Dinosaur. Remember The Good Dinosaur, Karina? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, that about sums up The Good Dinosaur, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I feel bad. It wasn't a bad movie. It was just very... I mean, it'd probably be very good if it was a different studio's movie. But for, like, a Pixar, it's like, yeah, it goes in the bottom of their list. It was probably better than Racket Ralph. I don't think it was as good as Zootopia, so, you know, that's about where it is on the level. Well, Zootopia was pretty good. Like, it had a lot more hype than I think that it deserved, but, you know. People really want to fuck that rabbit. And that fox. Yeah. People always seem to want to fuck foxes, though. Exhibit A, Robin Hood. True. Oh, well, circling back to Sam Elliott, it does bring me back to the point I found I wanted to make, the large point about Grace and Frankie. It is very good because it is about old women. That sounded like a bad thing, but I think even the fact that calling them old women is itself sounds like a bad thing is kind of the point. They are women, and they are older, and they are leading a show, and they do a very good job in it. The show deals with them being older? Old? And, and it's never a punch... Well, I mean, occasionally there's a joke about them being old. I mean, but it, the punchline is more about, like, the struggle that, like, kind of, of these aspects of growing older, and not necessarily... Haha, they are old. Oh, haha, my hip threw out. Oh, so old. Instead, the joke is more like, you know... It's like, oh, like, you know, like, my fucking hip, I should just replace the whole thing with steel and have it, like, you know, double as a can opener or something. Like, they take the idea of something that is usually, like, a like an awful punchline, to be honest, that, like, most modern things do. And instead, it's a joke that's kind of made, like, for old people instead of about old people. Yeah, that seems... It's like the, um, it's like the gay jokes in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Well, they are jokes that are very, where being gay is central to the joke, but it's not a joke at a gay person's expense. Like, the jokes about, the old jokes in Grace and Frankie are not jokes at the expense of someone who's old. Yeah, they're just, like, about... Being old. Yes. Which is good. It's refreshing. It's so nice that, like, there's humor in things that isn't just being mean, which... I mean, it's also mixed in with a lot of relationship jokes and living with someone who gets on your nerves jokes and... Kids jokes and... Yeah. By kids jokes, I mean jokes about having kids, not like farts and minions. Ugh, I could not watch it if that was the case. I assume that's what kids are into. Somebody's in all these fucking minions. There's a Despicable Me 3 coming out, Karina. Mm -hmm. I never saw any of them. Why? Why did I not see any of them? They no, look very why good. do they exist? Um, because those minions are the most fucking marketable thing imaginable. They're created by the same people who made that creepy uh, McDonald's Happy Meal mascot. Remember that guy? I wish I could forget. Probably we got him in Australia like years before America did. I guess we'd grown cold to his horrible form by the time they got around to it in America. It's the teeth that do it. Yeah.
quick thought exercise. Well, not even a thought exercise. More a quick, let's be depressed about culture. Can you name five cool old women in culture? Like in media? <laughs> Fictional women. Characters. Fictional. Red. Yeah, Red was the first one I thought of, but it took me a while. I was like, who the fuck is cool and old? Red. Um, are we talking about Red and Orange real? is New Black. Or cartoon media? Animated media or... Uh, you want to say Linda Fong, don't you? Kind of. I don't think that counts. I don't necessarily know if the voice actress is an older person. Yeah, she is cool, but yeah, I don't know if she is older. I mean, Orange is the New Black kind of really broke a lot of rules about casts as well, so... Yeah, I mean, it's also got cooler, larger women. What's that old sitcom that's got a bunch of older Gabe ladies Lavin? in it that's the Golden super Girls. sassy, and I the, see gifts of it all the time? The Golden Girls. I'll take your word for it. I've never watched it. I've only seen, like, one clip where she's yelling at a doctor in a restaurant about how, you know, he spent years telling her, oh, there's nothing wrong with you at all in your head. I think she went and got a different opinion, and yeah, she did have some sort of chronic pain issue or something. But, you know, women of any age kind of have to deal with that as well. I'm sure it's a good show, I guess, or was, was it for its time. Was it in it? No, that's absolutely fabulous. Okay. Also that one, apparently. Yeah, I don't think you would actually like that show, but you would like Patsy, just because she's drunk as well. Yeah, that's the thing, is that I, I'm exposed to all of this through, like, clips that people show me, generally. Yeah, I'm sure you would like GIFs of Patsy. I don't think you would actually like Absolutely Fabulous as a show. Yeah, I suppose. I'm sure The Golden Girls was good for its time, I guess, but it's also a sitcom from the 90s, so... Kind of like uh, the experience I've had watching some episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's like, yeah, this is a pretty good show. Like, a pretty good black sitcom but it's also a sitcom from the 90s so i can't watch more than like an episode at a time the only other cool um older women i could think of that i thought of them like half an hour ago and i realized like oh again though this isn't live action so i don't know if it counts the discworld witches oh yeah i mean that's I mean, that's are, at least a good portrayal of older women in media even books, if it isn't live there media. are books you don't have to cast them the uh granny weatherwax and nanny og in Terry Pratchett's Discworld series. They are very good older women. And they are kind of very... And two very different kinds of old women as well. And that one is a very... Thorny, I guess is the word I want to use, Karina. Yeah. Very stubborn, thorny... Very simple living, and clearly takes a lot of pride in how simply she lives, and wants everybody to know how simply she lives. But she wouldn't make a point of telling you, but she'd make sure that you know. Yeah. And the other one is, like, a kind of fat woman who's drunk all the time and is definitely going to make dick jokes to embarrass the fuck out of you. I would get along with her so much, though. Let's be real. Nanny Og is such a great character. I love her. I feel like if I was in her presence, I would literally have the greatest night of my life. For her, I always think of her as uh, the one piece of art that Paul Kidby, he kind of became the official artist he did. Where she's got like her Happy New Year's, you know, fucking paper crown on and just a big pint in one hand and a huge fat cigar in the other one. <laughs> and like her one tooth. Yeah. I was trying to think earlier of Grace if um Jane Fonda and Liz Tomlin would do good weatherwax and Og, but I don't know. I mean they don't have the right physical looks. I was wondering about their Og voices. Og has to be a yeah. very British old woman. Yeah, I was thinking about it and I was like I couldn't get over how wrong their voices would be. To me, their voices are the voices they had in the animated series they did. They did an animated series adaptation of uh, the Macbeth one. What was that? Weird Sisters. And yeah, those two women should sound... All the witches actually should sound very English country. 
Including Magrat. Yeah. She should probably sound a little nasal, actually. Probably. She does, actually. Have you ever watched any of the Discworld cartoons? Uh, I saw Going Postal with you, yeah, remember? You've watched, and Hogfather. Yeah, like, you've seen the live-action ones. You haven't seen the animated ones, have you? Oh, no, I saw the animated... Soul Music? I don't know if I've seen Soul Music, but I've definitely seen Hogfather and Going Postal. No, I saw Going Postal, the live one. No, yeah, no, those are the only live ones. Have you maybe seen some animated Weird Sisters at, like, Friends Place one time? I think I've seen GIFs of it. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. It wasn't bad. It was by the same studio that did Count Docula. I don't think that means anything to you, but... I don't know if you've been scrolling through this list for quite a while trying to get to an older female character. Yep. Uh, Win in Dragon Age Origins, I guess. Yeah. I, if you've listened to this show, if you listen to our Dragon Age Bay Parade episodes, you know I have no opinion on Win. I never talk to her, but I mean, she's there and she's cool. She's a mage, which I think is pretty much the only older character you could have in those Dragon Age games. There's you know. the mom from Stranger Things, but is she technically old enough for what I we're mean, thinking of? I mean, I feel like she's in her 40s. Which is which is mom age, yeah. so you know, like, women of that age, I feel like, are permanently shafted into mom roles and can't really be much else, is How kind of the thing. How long do you think it will be until we get a badass old woman in a media thing? Oh god, like 50 years, like, probably? Like, when will we get, I mean, apart from those cool grannies in Fury Road, when will we get an action movie with an old woman? Because it's not like we're hurting for action movies of old men. I mean, fucking Bruce Willis keeps making action movies still. Goddamn Die Hard 5. Die Hard 5 ever. Clint Eastwood. I mean, I don't know if Gran Torino, Gran Turismo, whatever the fuck it was called. I don't know if that was an action movie, but I mean, he was running around being a badass shooting people. Michael Caine did a similar, basically the same movie, except I think he was fighting drug dealers in Britain. Like, old dudes who aren't gonna take up with this shit in the neighborhood anymore, and they're gonna go out and fucking shoot drug dealers. You never get it with women. And, I mean, we could speculate on why you don't get cool, badass older women, but, I mean, we both know what the reason is, right, Karina? Sex appeal. Yeah, it's because dudes don't want to fuck them. So they don't get to be in things. Old men get to be in things because dudes don't care about whether the old men are fuckable or not. And Karina, before you say some dudes care about whether the men in the movies are fuckable. Not enough. The people making the movies don't care that those dudes care about whether the guys are... I've lost track of that sentence. Hollywood doesn't care what gay people want. It's true. Karina, it's 2017. Has there been a gay rom-com yet? I mean, certainly not one that's been either popular or good enough that I've heard of it. Like, I'm sure they exist. I'm sure there is probably... In, like, America, at least, a kind of direct-to-DVD gay film market? Well, I mean, there's the population density to get away with it in America. Yeah, I mean, I maybe I haven't heard of it here because I'm not in the gay community. But, like, like, why are there no fucking gay dramas or gay rom-com movies? I mean, the closest we've gotten to a gay rom-com has probably been Grace and Frankie. Yeah, I was thinking more movies than shows, but yeah. I mean, I, I mean, the problem is, is that I think shows that revolve around any kind of gay romance usually end up being chalked up to some kind of comedy. Well, there's also the problem that apparently gay shit is still adult. I don't know. Wait, have you been keeping up with the, the YouTube news this week? No. Yeah, YouTube has some restricted mode thing that I guess is for kids. Guess what it filters out without question? Anything to do with LGBT shit. I've seen people, you know, putting up like, I think one was a video of them, like, stroking their cat with the gay flag in the background, and, like, that got blocked. I've seen somebody put up a video 
just some like a random footage that's like this is a video and then the exact same footage with this is a gay video and that got blocked under restricted viewing because we're still in that fucking age where a gay relationship is adult content and yet for some reason kids are now dating each other when they're like seven years old well i was gonna say more of netflix is the fact that like violence and fucking racial you know racist stuff that doesn't get you know blocked under restricted stuff but oh no gay stuff and there's a bit of a big brouhaha about it because you know uh say you're a young queer person and maybe you're looking up on youtube for some resources on how to deal with being queer blocked or, under the restricted like this isn't youtube relative but this is something that i have had people bring up with me before you're a young queer person who's you know questioning everything and god forbid that you actually want to go to like some safe websites where you can look up things like you know some like good sources or like some workshops or like you know some online communities that are definitely like safe and registered that you can talk in or like maybe even like some sexual health um, resources like i will say if you're a gay if you're a queer kid which you probably shouldn't be because you shouldn't really be listening to the show if you're a kid <laughs> children don't listen to the show we swear a lot <laughs> but if you are a queer kid i've never actually been to this website so i don't know if it's good um everybody is gay.com it's a website that one of the women who does the still buffering podcast the Buffy Rewatch podcast. Apparently she does run two websites that are everybodyisgay.com and mykidisgay.com. Mm. Which is like resources for, you know, queer kids and parents with queer kids. I've never been to those websites though, so I can't verify if they're good. But I trust that they are because I heard about them on a Buffy podcast. I'm just saying that this obsession with, like, our modern culture where, like, anything that isn't straight is apparently not safe for work is ridiculous. Yeah, or like, oh two men holding hands how can i explain that to my kid they like each other they're holding hands done you're not having a fucking explain like anal intercourse to them you just have to explain what a fucking relationship is like if you don't have to explain a man and a woman holding hands to your kids and you don't have to explain two men holding hands <sighs> honestly would a kid even really care if you didn't point it out to them probably not I mean, I don't have kids, so I can't do these experiments myself. Don't do experiments on your kids, folks. But, like, I'm pretty sure kids wouldn't give a shit unless you taught them that they should give a shit. If you're going to do experiments on your kids, then uh, log and record them appropriately, and make sure that you report all of your findings to the appropriate people. Now, of course, for these uh, results to be actually statistically useful, you're going to have to have, like, a hundred kids... And you're going to have to do, you know, the experiment on about 50 of them and not do the experiment on the other 50 of them. That's a lot of kids that you're going to have to have. If you're a, some sort of brood mother who has, like, an insect-level number of batches of children, then you could do this experiment. I'm not sure what, wait, what the experiment is. Um, if you are a hamster, you could do this experiment. Yes. If you're, if you're a hamster, teach half of your children that uh, gay people are wrong for some reason and teach half of your children that gay people are fucking fine and normal and see if half of your kids turn up to be good people hamsters <laughs> spoilers the ones that think that like there's nothing wrong with a relationship that isn't strictly between a man and a woman they'll be fine i mean i'm sure most of your hamster kids will also eventually figure out that there's nothing wrong with like same-sex marriage relationships and then they'll just be embarrassed by their fucking bigoted hamster parent yep but, you know, 
Also, if you're a hamster, please write into the show. <laughs> very interested to hear from you if you are a hamster. <laughs> I'm very tempted to make a fake email account and just email you as Hamtaro. That's that anime cartoon about hamsters? Yes. I'm aware of it. I used to watch it as a kid. I had a bunch of video games, too. I don't even know what it's about. I assume it's like the Smurfs, but they're hamsters. But you could probably call this recording, I mean, unless you want to talk about Incredible Hercules or Rise of the Tomb Raider. I played Rise of the Tomb Raider several months ago. Uh, only just started playing it now. Yeah, I needed to take a break from Witcher 3. I'm not sick of Witcher 3, I just have only been playing, like, one game for a good month or two now. I just I wanted to play something else. Something more simple and linear. That still has like 50,000 goddamn optional tombs and crafting resources to collect though. Good game. If you liked Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, is more of that goodness. There's a bit of a crafting system in it to craft ammo. It's not bothering me yet, so I guess it's fine so far. I will say, you can't walk 20 feet in this game without fucking tripping over like a codec journal entry audio diary thing. I will say, quite funny though, in this game she has two climbing axes instead of one. You know, because it's the second game, which I find hilarious because it's the same bullshit they played with Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, where he had two lightsabers. And I'm very convinced that he only had two lightsabers so they could have him on the box holding them up like the room removal 2. Karina, you never played The Force Unleashed 2 because it sucked. The Force Unleashed 1 got stupid hard at a certain point, too. Yeah, I mean, it got kind of sucky halfway through, but 2... Let me tell you about the Force Unleashed 2, Karina. Here it is. Here's the levels, in order. Level 1, you're on the cloning planet. Because you're... Camino? Yeah, because you're, you're a clone. Turns out there's lots of clones here. Or you're, maybe you're the real one, maybe you're a clone, I don't fucking remember. You're on the cloning planet. Then you go to some kind of deserty planet where there's, like, there's some sort of casino-y thing. Then you're on a spaceship. Then you go to Dagobah for about two minutes. Like, literally, you land a ship on Dagobah, you pretty much walk down a straight path, collecting some power-up experience on the way. You run into Yoda, and Yoda's like, mm, Go in this cave, you must. And then you go in a cave and have one of those cave visions. Then you go back to the spaceship, then you go back to the planet, then you go back to the cloning facility, and that's the end of the game. Really? There's three levels, and they just use each of them twice, and Dagobah does not count as a level. God, at least, like... Also, the light side ending of that game is that you capture Vader. Like, you, you help the Rebellion capture Vader. Like, in the end, he's fucking locked up in one of those, um, you know, standy-up things. They push, uh, Edie McFightFightMan in. Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> he's in, like, one of those Hannibal Lecter strapped up... Excuse me, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, stop, pause. Back the fuck up. It's like ten seconds ago. Excuse me, what? What? The Vader's in one of those things? No. Have you? Are you unfamiliar with Silence of the Lambs? Are you unfamiliar with the fictional character Hannibal Lecter? E.T. McBite Bites. Are you actually fucking kidding me? Look, I forgot his name. What does he do? He eats people. He bites yes. them. Yes. He has them with father bean, father beans and a nice Chianti. I'm surprised you didn't just quote that. Well, I forgot his name. Look, oh my God. the point is, they fucking beat up Darth Vader and strap him into one of those wheelie gunny things. And then that never gets resolved, because it's not like they made a Force Unleashed 3. But then they rebooted the universe, and quite frankly, it was worth it. It was worth reading, booting the Star Wars universe, just to get rid of that stupid fucking game. You know what else it was worth doing to get rid of is the fucking Killix. I thought you were going to say the Zangvong War. But yeah, the Killix too. I don't like Killix.
I don't like them as a whole. I'm glad that they uh, canonically don't exist now. I don't like that books trilogy they were in, which is sad, because uh, the guy that wrote that, he wrote my favorite book in the Yuzhang Vong War Star Wars series thing. Then he wrote a book about mind control and beetle people. You don't care for that. And it was a really invasive, like, non-consensual, like, mind erasing as well. How many years do you think it will be until 80% of the old EU is brought back? I really hope it's not. I'm gonna say 10 years. <laughs> and they already got Thrawn back. Yeah, but Thrawn was one of the, like, rare jewels that was actually good. Man, I hope this time he doesn't die like a fucking punk. Ugh, he better not. Have you read the Thrawn trilogy? Yes. Yeah. I've also listened to that song by Adam Warrock several times. Yeah, it's a good song. Did you read the Thrawn trilogy? Yes. Did I give it to you? Yes. I don't remember doing that. He dies because one of the people from the planet that, like, the Empire was secretly poisoning, who he'd, like, tricked into being his bodyguard, like, yeah, yeah, stabbed him in the back he, he or just, some he shit. He just gets fucking stabbed by some punk. And his... And, and his dying line is... But it was so artfully done. Yes. I gotta say, I was not expecting Thrawn to be so fucking whispery in Rebels. I'm, not really I'm okay surprised, with though. it. I'm okay with it, because it also he's very different from every other imp Imperial character that we've met. Yeah, kind of weirds me out that he's got pupils. I'm okay with it. He's also got, like, cool red tattoos on the inside of his eyelids. I kind of hope they don't bring back that whole Chiss hegemony thing. I don't know, we'll just have to wait and see I was what they never, do with the Chiss now. I was never really into it. Eh, I know enough about it because of Tor, and I'm okay with like a completely new concept. To be honest, they f seem to be they seem to be Vulcans, but dicks. Yeah, kind of. And Vulcans are already kind of dicks. Yeah. They just seem to be. What if Vulcans were in Star Wars and were more assholes? Yep. And you know who's the only race that's worse than Chiss for that in Star Wars? Hang on, who's just like Vulcans but assholes? No, just more assholes. Like a race as a whole. Oh, is it Mandalorians? Well, no, them too. But I mean, like, actual dickheads. Is it Autos? No, it's no. Pure Blood Sith. Oh, right, I forgot they existed. And, like, they're actually, like, racist fucknuts. If people, if you don't know the old Star Wars EU uh, race, so the Sith were also, uh, like, a fucking species, as well as a religion. They were red people that had tentacles for facial hair. And regular hair. They had, like... Like, imagine Liara in Mass Effect, but if she also had a tentacle mustache and a tentacle beard and was red. Uh, we should probably get back to fighting this ice giant. I mean, is your mana recharged? Yeah. Okay, um, I'm thinking new strategy. You lay down some covering fire using actual fire because you're an ice giant, so fire will be super effective against him. I'll, like, run out there and do some, you know stab him in the legs as much as I can, and then we fucking run back behind this pillar. It might take 30 minutes to kill this ice giant, but I'm thinking that's the best way to do it. That's cool. I can stand behind this pillar, and I can cast, like, you know, the area of effect fire tempest spell, and I can just, like, scan for him behind this pillar. Okay, but if I get killed out there, I'm gonna need you to come over there and, like, pat me on the shoulder so I come back to life. Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm playing on easy mode, and easy mode, you don't get hurt by friendly fire. Yeah, I'm more worried about getting hurt by the giant fucking dice giant. Uh, okay. If I get killed out there, I'm gonna need you to run out there, Gears of War style, and like, pat me on the shoulder and be like, fight through the pain, and then I'll just get up. Because that's how, that's how getting people back to life works in video games now. Yep. Oh well, let's go do this.
Right. Oh, wait, no, I didn't, uh, okay, before we run out, you can find this and all our other episodes at knightsofpodcast.com. That's Knights of K, because, you know, we got this fantasy wizard thing going on, so it's like a knight order. You can also find our other show there, the A to Z of Film, which maybe we'll record an episode this weekend. Prince shrugging. Who knows? You can hit me up on Twitter at... You can hit me up on Tumblr at... You can hit Karina up at Karina Parks. Karina with a K. Parks with a K. I know E in there. You know what? If you go to the website, all this contact info's on there. Yep. Including the email, which is askknightsofpodcast at gmail.com because apparently somebody already had knightsofpodcast at gmail.com. And who the fuck that person is. Yeah. Send us... Send us an email. Send us a tweet. Give us some feedback. What do you think about Ice Giants? No, that's 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 a stupid topic. Tell us if you know about cool old women in media. Oh, you know what? General Leia, she was cool. Also wasn't the main character, though. Yeah, also she didn't really do anything, per se. Still, it was nice to see her back. Mm. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Come on. Focus up and let's go get this Ice Giant. Um, we'll break on three, two, one, go!